One Piece. Watching the One Piece. We are. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to We Are watching episodes of one piece that came out this year but it's crazy <laughs> it's weird really really strange i was also gonna comment on that these episodes are like not six months old yet some of them yeah some of the the last ones we watched were in like february <laughs> yeah i mean we're getting to 1051 and this past week 1066 came out so we are recording again in two weeks and we will be watching episodes that have not come out yet, as of today. <laughs> Which is probably not significant to most people. Because it's like, yeah, One Piece comes out every week. But you don't understand how long... How, we were different people when this podcast started. <laughs> Fundamentally different. I mean, Jory's still Absolutely. the only Jory. But... I'm still the only one. <laughs> there's, there's a couple times where I think it'd be funny to play a joke on someone in like uh, a Discord chat or something of changing my stuff to theirs i'm like ah oh, fuck it the minute i do that someone's gonna change themselves to jory and i'm gonna be pissed yeah that's true you are opening yourself up to to jory impersonation <laughs> shout out to our patron who stopped being jory <laughs> <laughs> it, we are covering today what are we covering 1034 to 1051 which yes the 1051 came out this past february last time luffy died we're gonna see how he's doing <laughs> Probably and, still dead, right? Uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and then a bunch of other stuff happens, but also not like a ton of stuff happens. It's weird. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's that kind of very fight-heavy stretch that uh, this section is the next section also very much will be, because um, this really, the next thing that happens is you really get into the Zoro and Sanji fights, which are, of course, always big deals. They are basically promoted like real like boxing matches when they happened <laughs> but yeah i mean how does it how does it feel to be this close to catching up it feels it feels weird like what am i what am i supposed to do i can't live in i can't live in fear as much anymore i'll find out sooner what's gonna yeah, happen instead of you, what's gonna you, happen in like four years you say that but there's still fear like especially <laughs> right now with how insane the uh the manga's been which i will have to you know, spend a day probably catching up on chapters just to maintain my superiority on the podcast. <laughs> my my knowledge. I have to. Um, I can't even make the joke I want to make because you're. It's it's post wanna. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna read all the manga and my head's gonna get enlarge in size because of how big my brain is. But brain point, Joe. Yeah, exactly. It's it's monumentous in our own very small way for whatever <laughs> for whatever salt our podcast is worth. Here we here we're here we're getting here. We're not here we are yet, but here we are we are getting here. Um this is our first July episode that we're recording now, and then um Yeah, essentially when we record our next episode, we will be caught up <laughs> that day. And then two like three days later we won't be anymore. <laughs> um and then we'll get caught up for real when uh I said plan is ten seventy. Where that's the episode that comes out. Assuming there isn't another recap, which would be crazy. <laughs> That'd I be think, really funny. I, I think 1070, well, 1070 should be the episode that comes out like, or on One Piece Day, and then all signs point to that being the big one. I really do hope they do the same cliffhanger shit that uh, the manga chapters did, but we'll see in like four weeks. We're also finally getting to the point where there's no point in me catching up on the episodes I haven't seen. Because, like, oh, there's a couple episodes I haven't seen to be caught up. 
but we're going to cover them so soon <laughs> yeah. that, that, that I genuinely am not going to bother until we get there. It, it's it's weird. I am um, excited for us to be going weekly and for you to be just a normal anime watcher and not a... I mean, I guess not normal in the sense that you're still podcasting about it, but you're not like <laughs> binging it off in very curated sections. It'll be it'll be interesting to see uh, how we can uh, drag discussion out of it. Yeah, I mean, at least we weren't caught up in dress rosa. <laughs> That's true. That'd we're be just uh, bailed on the podcast. Not worth yeah. it. <laughs> That'd just be like, hey, we gotta let like a buffer build up for this to be fun. Yeah, hi everybody. There was five new minutes of animation this week, and it wasn't that good. <laughs> Bellamy's still bouncing somehow. If you can believe it, <laughs> he's bouncing once. At 10.34 through 10.50. Imagine if Jess Rosa had recaps in the middle of it, too. <laughs> like that, actual yeah, no, that would, recap episodes. I do think that I do think it would be better overall. I do think that is <laughs> why Wano episodes get to be so consistently good, is that they just straight up take weeks off. <laughs> it doesn't seem like they're taking weeks off, but they are. <laughs> yeah. They're just getting, they're replaying old footage and getting some a few voice actors in the booth for 10 minutes max to say some funny lines we uh i think we skip over two or three in this section i I think two in this section say um skipped past zoro and sanji arguing at the beginning of one and then there was kid and killer talking about roof piece and they they, i didn't realize they opened with like little chibi versions (laughs) of them but i tweeted some pictures of them on the we are account i do uh something i find really funny with with those like recaps is immediately after they beat all the Toby Ropo. It's like recap the Toby Ropo fights. Like, <laughs> this, they just this happened. happened. This happened over the course of like six weeks. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, they basically do that again. Where like Zoro's about to fight someone. And they're like, here's the last three episodes condensed again. <laughs> it's like, I don't really need that necessarily. The episodes look better as a result, so I do genuinely wish that Dresser was ahead at those recaps, because you just skip them anyway. Yeah. I'm like, cool, that's a week off for me. I don't know what we're going to do if when we're weekly and that happens. We, uh, we see if we could do a better recap of the arc than they did. <laughs> we will already have done that, <laughs> is the problem. They should just start paying us to do the episodes. Oh, they should. The last people who tried to sponsor us went out of business. And now I'm comfortable talking about it because they're out of business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's because they didn't sponsor us. Yeah, no, they would still be selling their extremely overpriced custom shirts if they had us talk about it on our podcast. Or at the very least, we would each own expensive custom shirts that's really what i wanted i just wanted one yeah, of those cool shirts and i wasn't gonna drop a hundred dollars on one yeah on the on the on the bon clay print on the, on the on that sanji drip anyways we should talk about one piece which is to say that in 1034 we're reminded of luffy's death last time he was knocked aside and drowned when you when you watch it together in, in these in these big chunks th- th- there is little suspense because i'm like oh he's already accounted for <laughs> yeah he's already been scooped up and then maybe it's like a month or so if you're reading weekly or, or watching weekly because i want to say he gets picked up in 1037 three episodes basically three four episodes of being like oh no what's luffy gonna do oh no is luffy going to die 
It'd be fucked up if he did. <laughs> I I do think this the, the him his recovery reminded me that someone is still around here, so that was fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd completely forgot about Caribou. I was like, oh, oh yeah, he's here. See, I had I had the response of ah, oh, goddamn it. I am being I am forcibly being reminded of Caribou. <laughs> I have to look at him again. He's, he's his appearance in this section is the most just like rummaging through drawers like who do i have that can solve this problem and then never be thought about again <laughs> oh this guy sure whatever he shows up he opens his bag of holding and he leaves <laughs> yeah whatever maybe the only reason he was included in i mean it's, it's just his power is convenient for certain things i think it's the only reason he was an udon either maybe he'll be super important maybe he'll join the fleet oh hell yeah you never know anyways luffy died he is drowning and interesting, it's interesting that as like this episode starts, Kaido being like, well, if I beat him that easily, I guess he couldn't be Joy Boy. I'm sorry. Was that a thought that you were having, Kaido? What do you know <laughs> that I don't? <laughs> yeah. You're just going to drop that on the roof when you're alone? <laughs> Never comes up again in this section. Uh, we see Big Mom berating Zeus. And she's like, hey, Hera, my new sexy cloud. Eat this one for power. Consume his soul. Which she basically just does. She, like, takes a bite out of him. <laughs> yeah. I, I do like this scene that I think subtly makes Zeus fit with Nami better. Spoilers, he ends up with Nami at the end of this stuff. <laughs> but I do like that Big Mom draws attention to the fact that now that he is on his own, this makes him a thief of her soul. And I'm like, I never would have on my own considered that this is soul theft. But I'm, uh, with that, too, that, that makes me think that, like, yeah, even if she was knocked out, they'd be fine like that, like fully like knocked out, gone. Yeah, I think so. Someone pointed out that Moria had to consciously release the shadows, too. So it probably is the same sort of rules. Who was chiming in in our discord about that? Let me see if I can scroll up and find it. I gotta go through all this fucking Fallout Boy shit. Rhymed <laughs> George Floyd and Metroid. We can't. We can't do it. My <laughs> days of talking about Fallout Boy are way fucking behind me. <laughs> Grimace shake. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, someone I I <laughs> I'm not sure, but someone uh said a that we were wrong about Moria. They had to be released, and then also that mm. Prometheus going in water was anime only. Which, in that in whole cake, we saw that water hurts him. Seems like a weird blunder for Toei to make. <laughs> or not even a blunder, a weird change, because in the manga, he just catches her before she hits the water. I guess they just wanted to show her drowning, too. Mm. At what cost, Toei? Speaking of Big Mom, she grabs Otama, is like trying to, in her eyes, I guess, protect her from Inami and Usopp. Zeus is apologizing to Nami, trying to go back onto her side, but she rejects it. And he's like, fine, I'll just stand up to Big Mom. And he has this big dramatic lightning scene. And then she just like grabs him and squeezes the life out of him like a Capri Sun. Floats away in the wind. Nami feels bad for him, tries to give him some uh, some thunderballs. But he's already too dead to, to get them. So what happens is that Hera munches him and the thunderballs and like the end of her climb attacked weapon all at the same time. Spoilers for like two episodes from now. I guess this turns her staff into a homie. It's yeah. very. Un Zeus is now just alive in there, but way more so than he was before. 
How do you, I mean, we'll, I guess we'll get to her actually using it when she fights somebody in a little bit, but like, how, how do you feel about this development for her? Uh, I think it's really fun. It was just, it was just really odd seeing like, oh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's like this and not a more, it's, it's, it's a surprise and has more of an effect than I thought we knew that the homies could do. Yeah, it's it's weird because maybe just because of how weird the climatact is as a device anyway to begin with. I don't know. Usap hasn't released the blueprints for them, so I can't say that I've I'm I'm familiar with how it extends or creates weather, but it does. So I guess if Zeus wants to have weirdo power over that, he can. But it does do more. It, I just remember watching this myself and then the reveal that Zeus is now in there alive. I'm like, <laughs> that's the last thing I would have expected from what I saw happen. Yeah. I'm like, maybe he escaped in there or something, but to be pressed into it alive. We can talk about it again, I guess, when Nami fights Ulti again. But I just think it's also very funny that he does this, has this big dramatic turn just for Big Mom to just like squish him like a bug. Yeah. <laughs> You think like it's gonna be enough to uh, let them get away or give them some kind of it? No, not even just that. No, gone. <laughs> just a joke. Back on the performance floor, Chopper's fighting Queen. Parasparrow's still annoying, shooting a shit ton of arrows. Chopper just kind of takes them. He does swing around Queen a little bit, like picks him up by the head and doesn't so long gay Bowser, but does like just knock him into things and buildings. Does not seem to be doing a significant amount of damage. We see Yamato fighting through some gifters. Momo is reading his dad's journal. This, for some reason, reminded me that uh, Roger had a move called Divine Departure. That doesn't matter to you in any way, but it matters to me. Uh-oh. <laughs> Being like, oh, that's interesting. I'm sure most people remember that, and I didn't. <laughs> uh, but most of this section is just more flashback of the Odin journal stuff, which we actually get again but with new animation later. Uh, and and Momonosuke gets hit by like a loud noise in his head. So like even within this episode, I don't I don't know that he says it's Luffy. He hears Luffy's voice in this episode, but very, very quickly. He's like, I know Luffy's good, I swear. Uh, then what else happens? Oh, the Bao Huang rat or whatever's in here sees Momonosuke and Shinobu and tells Kaido, so he comes here in a minute. Yeah, I mean, we the episode ends with Nami and Usopp trying to run away from Big Mom, and a kid shows up, flattens her to the ground with a big Punk Gibson, which I believe is the one that's on the trading card for Punk Gibson. And I remember when this episode came out, people were upset that it didn't look nearly as involved as the manga panel. When <laughs> they're like, why doesn't Kid get the big dramatic moments? And it's like, he will. <laughs> also, he's Kid. He's like the third str string guy. <laughs> no, but Kid, uh, Kid has shooters. That's the thing about him. He looks like he stinks. <laughs> and people love that about him. Like I, I I, know we said it like when he first popped up. He looks like he has had his own shonen adventure. And people think this is that one. People think that they're watching it right now. Later, Law shows up here and they both fight Big Mom together. And I'm like, both of, she, both of these guys that she's fighting stink in different ways. <laughs> Honestly, all three of these idiots, Law, Luffy, and Kid, stink in their own unique way. <laughs> I like uh, there's art somewhere that I know I've retweeted, but it's been ages. Um, maybe I'll find it again when I'm editing this. But 
it's like all three of them having the same thought bubble, which is like, these guys are so weird. Thank God they have me who's normal. (laughs) (laughs) And then I do, I do like how much this arc, honestly, not for, I guess not that much, but a little bit there on the roof got to show that dynamic off when in reality, somehow Zoro and Killer are the normal ones. (laughs) Yeah. 10.35, Kinemon and Okiku get to Momonosuke. I'm sure that'll be fine. Chopper's still taking arrows, and we get a little bit of a flashback of how Caesar helped him extend his rumble ball. And I'm vindicated. I said that Caesar should join the crew, and he could help Chopper with his his doctoring. He could help Frankie (laughs) with science, Usopp with his stuff. One out of three, baby. <laughs> yeah. I, I I like this a lot because it's one I did not think Caesar Cloud would come up at all anymore. I thought we were just free of him. I do think <laughs> we'll probably see him again. Based, I mean, we we have in cover stories. I guess is the other thing. Yeah, but at least through like Wano, it's just funny that oh man, all this crazy stuffs going on, and we just get him sneaking in. It's like, hey, Chopper. Uh, your Rumble Ball sucks ass, but I can make it better. I can make it better. And I, I I wonder specifically when this takes place, just because he has like nosebleeds, like a toilet paper in his nose for bleeding. I'm like, was he punched? Is this ha- like a specific moment in time? I'm supposed to remember that this happened. I think it was probably happened on the way to Dressrosa. Probably he's not in his dumb disguise. <laughs> and they take him to Zoe, which Chopper was there. Chopper went to Zoe. So I, I guess it like could be on the way there. That one, I feel like, was not, like, a very chill ride there. No, because I guess they were out running Big Mom for a little bit. Yeah. But I'm vindicated. <laughs> Caesar Clown, uh, not innocent, but... <laughs> I, I think with this, too, it just it, it's fun because it's like, to me, I don't think Caesar Clown is going to do something to, to fuck over Chopper because he has too much pride and fucked up experimental things. So yes, like, yeah, it's not going to be like a secret ploy that fucks him over. Even yeah. if they're even if the side effects are bad, Caesar is like, "No, I want to make this <laughs> this weird experiment have the best outcome possible, regardless of the cost at the end of it." Look, I've been fleecing Which is why I think you would make a good straw hat if he didn't do all the terrible shit he did. <laughs> I've been fleecing multiple people to get money to learn how to make people huge. I can help you become a big monster for longer. And after longer. I learned it didn't work, <laughs> I kept taking their money. <laughs> Isn't that just I, like what like v- venture capital funding really is? Is yeah, you realize the shit doesn't work, so you just got to keep up the lie. Yeah, Isn't now that you know when, when you put it that way. I guess Caesar shouldn't be a strat. <laughs> but aside from all of that, I also just think it's cool to have this flashback of like Chopper getting this sort of level up from someone who isn't a big deal in any way. (laughs) Like, yeah, they're not another straw hat or someone who is allied to them. Like, I'm surprised we haven't had a chopper law, like flashback like this, where he learns like some new doctoring technique. Oh, that'd be cool. (laughs) Law's like, sorry, little guy. I already got an animal buddy. Yeah. Maybe that's, that's the thing is I feel like law should be more, like likely to <laughs> like Chopper because he clearly has a fascination with little animal buddies. But anyways, vindicated for Caesar, despite all the terrible crimes and uh, <laughs> atrocities. He's ignore the war un- crimes. It's fine. Unleashed on the world. Yeah. But anyways, so Chopper's extended his rumble ball to like 10 or so minutes. 
He's fighting Queen the best he can. Bao Huang announces to everyone that Luffy was defeated. And we see everybody react to this, either unhappy or just like, nah, I don't believe it in many cases. And let's see, we see Kanjuro get to where Momonosuke is and he puts down an Odin disguise. Obviously, you know how this is going to (laughs) go. You know, Momonosuke and Shinobu are crying about it and they're like, holy shit, that's Odin. Hinamon and Okiku try to protect them. Hinamon goes to like, strike him down but she just can't bring herself to do it and gets stabbed presumably very bad i don't know why he reveals the disguise but he does he takes it off <laughs> i would have assumed he just would have stayed in it but he does and Hinamon fights him i love this scene because it's like we we see them on a stage like on a kabuki sort of or maybe even no theater stage i think there's some flashbacks mixed in here too Hinamon seems to actually kill him and we can only hope that it worked but we also do see Orochi <laughs> again in this section. So maybe Kinemon not actually good at finishing people off. Look, it's hard. It's difficult to to kill those Kill guys. a man? It is. I wouldn't know. I mean, I, I think... You would, having having eliminated Jory's. <laughs> I have. Um, <laughs> I, I, I do think, though, like Oda said, you can't have a party. And we all want Orochi to be at that party. We all want all these guys to be at that party. Despite their actions, we want Kanjiro to be at the party too. No, I don't think he's invited. Is the thing <laughs> they don't usually party with the bad guys. That that would be a funny shot of like after they beat Doflamingo, they're all partying and Doflamingo's just tied up at the party. Or <laughs> he's like, "Hey guys, sorry about last night," and they're like, "Come on in." <laughs> what if every One Piece arc ended like that? It's my understanding that many Dragon Ball arcs do. Do you know about the insane pitch that uh, Shigeru Miyamoto gave to Rare about Goldeneye? No. He didn't like the violence, so he wanted to, over the credits, have a cutscene where James Bond shakes all the hands of all the people in the game that you shot. They should have done that. To show that they were just okay, that they were okay, and it was just like a movie, or they were actors, which is really weird, but I agree that they should have done that. They should do that. Every video game should end with, like, none of this happened for real. And everyone's okay. <laughs> yeah. All these funny little guys in your computer box are fine. Don't worry. We were all pretending. <laughs> and that's how you get something like Undertale. <laughs> yeah. Is that sensibility. But no, Kanjuro gets sliced down by Kinemon. We'll see if they get to shake hands later. And Kaido shows up and is like, hi, my turn to kill you again. And he basically does in the next episode. Uh, but we go to two, uh, 1036. Luffy's drowning, morale is low, Onigashima is above land now, so it's getting closer to the capital. Various people are headed to the performance floor, specifically Sanji, who is not worried about Luffy, but we see that Chopper is worried about Luffy's. He's just a boy. He's, he cries a little bit. And to be fair, he's been shot by like a hundred arrows and is fighting a dinosaur. Yeah! He's 16. He's just... <laughs> He's just a boy. He's just a little guy. He goes could beyond he, little he, guy in this. Could he actually. become littler? Maybe we'll find out. <laughs> I do like how similar it is to the Gear Third. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Effect. Queen is gonna go do a big chomp on Chopper, a Chopper chomp. But Sanji enters the room and kicks him so hard that his head spins around and he flies up <laughs> into the air. <laughs> and takes all of Perospero's arrows 
and like knocks them aside and then also flies up into the ceiling. <laughs> of course, that's what uh, dinosaurs do. Yeah, and that's feels like a I do like later when Frankie says that about dinosaurs. This feels like a thing Luffy would do just because it's so fucking cartoony. Yeah, absolutely. It is funny to see Sanji <laughs> have that sort of exchange. He's like, don't worry, Chopper, everything will be okay. Also, here's Zoro, take care of him. <laughs> so they trade. They trade responsibilities. Um, we see that Kaido is going to kill Kinemon again. There's uh, some, some new flashback of the samurai hiding out in Wano. We see Kinemon and, I think this is new anyway, Kinemon and Momonosuke talking about like, hey, you should pr- I, I want you to start calling me father and I'm going to stop calling you Momonosuke-sama. And they practice at doing that for a long time. And they're both pretty bad at it. But it's funny. It's cute. And then Kinemon stalls Kaido and gets the shit stabbed out of him. Hey, you're leaving out the important thing where Kinemon farts in the shed. An important <laughs> reminder of his most valuable skill. Yeah. <laughs> In case you forgot about it. You must remember where we come from. <laughs> All of Wano goes back to one fart. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately true. You could make that domino meme. <laughs> Momo is, of course, sad. He's running away with, uh, with, with Shinobu. Sad that Kinemon, his fake dad, his second dad... His first dad died, what, three months ago? His second dad's now dying for the second time in front of him? <laughs> yeah, and, you know, he might as well be, like, actual second dad to him. They've had to pretend for, for like, three months, and, I mean, it's a guy who's been around his family th- for a long time. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I guess it's like a uncle situation, but he has been there the whole time. Yeah. They've never been apart. The episode ends with Momonosuke. He, he stole the frog. And for some reason, I guess all of the, the Marys are still connected because Momone is able to talk through the frog and announce to everyone in Onigashima that he's, he hears Luffy's voice. It's like, I'm connected to him. I don't know how. No, nobody really knows well or why. <laughs> Luffy is okay and he will be back and he will beat Kaido. Just in general, Momonosuke giving this big dramatic speech about like, I'm the person who's going to be Shogun of Wano. Luffy's going to be back. We're all going to make it. Morale is just skyrocketed again. Great job, everybody. We're going into 1037. And as Momonosuke gives the speech and everything's great, Kaido's like just right there. Being like, <laughs> like, oh, really? Is that true? And he chases them outside of the castle. Momonosuke is a brave boy and says Luffy's going to beat you. And Shinobu, like, they, they, because they're outside now, Shinobu like ripens the ground and they just kind of fall. In a minute, we'll see her using her like kite to, to glide to land somewhere Bao Huang has a camera and is like oh Momonosuke fell off too everybody dead actually no they don't tell everybody yet she knows it but before she gets to tell everybody something else happens we see now that Zeus is in the the, the climate act baton I guess is a homie unsure La finds big mom and kid they start hanging out i like that kid has this scene where he's like you're both in my way there's no place for you in the era that i'm gonna make i don't know if he's actually including law in this or just big mom what fucking era does kid want to make a lawless (laughs) era yeah (laughs) because then law's like it's already a new era dickhead shut up (laughs) any era that happens is new (laughs) you're not making a new one also I, i as i say lawless i didn't mean just without the character law that would be really funny. He he wanted the uh, even newer pirate era that ha- that is lacking a Trafalgar law. Yeah, a Trafalgar lawless era. I I just am like, 
what is the dis- like when I think of Kid and his ideals, it just seemed to be like I like being a pirate and being strong. And I'm like, <laughs> what really is the distinction between your end goal and Blackbeard's? <laughs> Other than you don't seem to be a bad guy. Maybe you can chuck that up to not a ton of character development, or maybe it's just more stuff that might come out of Kid later. I know that there was some backstory for him also dropped in SBS because of time, so maybe not, but I don't know. We'll see. I, f- I feel like uh, Blackbeard's more of a like malevolent bad guy. Well, mm-hmm. Kid's just like, y- y- you know how, how Law is always like... Yeah, law, law, when Law's like, we're pirates, we're not supposed to be nice to Luffy, like, <laughs> he, law, uh, kid, kid doesn't go out of his way to just, like, murder people, but it's, it's, uh... But he does kind of enjoy it. Yeah, if, if he has the opportunity to kill an opponent, he will, but he's not, like, killing civilians like Blackbeard would. Yeah, Black, Blackbeard does quite like, uh, it's the difference, I guess, between chaotic neutral and chaotic evil. Or it's kind of like the Batman thing, where people are like, Batman doesn't kill people, but then that's what makes this this anti-hero cool, is that he does kill people. Sure. Like what, Venom? Kid is the <laughs> yeah. Venom? Yeah. <laughs> He's going to have his own song uh, done by Enel for the movie, for the spin-off Eustace! Movie. <laughs> you ever remember his name's Eustace? <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. Someone's definitely drawn him as Eustace from Curse Cowardly Dog, right? I hope so. <laughs> Who would he hit with a mallet? Law, Luffy, <laughs> Pro- or like killer? Law or Luffy? Heat. Remember Heat? He shows up. Oh yeah, I just forget that he just has like fucked up guys on his team. He does. I think he does have a penchant for fucked up guys. I mean, we've only seen Killer and Heat, and probably some like randos, but like there is Killer and Heat. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. So he has some error he wants to make. Law s- s- says. Well, you're in between me and learning, so that's equally cool to say. And they make a temporary alliance to be Big Mom. We get another reminder of the festival. We see Otoko is there, and that guy with the the, the swordsmith with the mask. Uh, they think about Otoko's dad, and sure is a shame that that happened. Yes, he died. We'll get another scene of them a little bit later. Checking on CP0 that's reflecting on the morale post-Luffy death. They're surprised that it's still going so strong. The numbers are still shifting. People are still switching to Luffy's side. I mean, this would be if there's any time to abandon Kaido's crew, it's now. And I know they can just use the uh, the Kibidongo to get the smiles and stuff. Smile fruit guys, to the gifters to uh, join their side. But I think if I was like the giraffe guy or the gorilla girl, I would just I'd like look at myself and be like, I don't I don't need that. I'm un- I, I'm I'm pissed that he did this to me. <laughs> yeah, I feel like people this is my just... life forever. <laughs> Why aren't more people turning anyway? But I mean, a lot of people are just because of how Queen is acting. Yeah, <laughs> you're all fodder. Hmm. I don't want to work up with that guy anymore. Come to think of it. So yeah, uh, Nami originally tries to get rid of Zoo. She's like, get out of my staff, you fucking weirdo. But she can't. They reach the platform where Bao Huang is about to announce that Momonosuke fell off the island. But before that happens, Ulti catches up. She is surprisingly still alive. She got like fucking beamed by Big Mom. And in a moment, actually, Zeus is like, her insides are super fucked up. 
You just need to give her like one big hit. Yeah. Yeah, no, he can like change the shape and form of the staff. So it like he turns into a mallet on it. And also when he comes out to do a big a lightning attack, he's able to like it's alive, so it can chase Ulti when she dodges. Yeah. Which is, uh, is what beats her. Um there's also a really great scene where when Zeus comes out and he's like, technically I'm not Zeus. <laughs> and he's like, I need you to give me a new name. And she's like, Fluff. And she makes a very great face. And he's like, I'm Zeus. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. It would be funny if he was just Fluff now. I uh, I, I do like the, uh, the pointing out of like internal injuries and stuff with all these attacks. Because like, it's really cool that to, to land the hits on Kaido, you just have to be able to get past the... Um, is like thick scales, which made Luffy training to punch without hitting cool because he like it goes it skips past the like scales and does that or like how and if you want to be that guy, it makes sense as to how characters can take these gigantic blasts that should kill them and they don't have any like visible damage. Yeah, they just it's just a quick thing of oh yeah, like fucked up their guts and like their bones and shit. <laughs> yeah, they do say that Zoro has like forty broken bones. Yeah, and they just give him some juice, and he's fine. <laughs> they give him the juice from uh, the new Resident, the recent Resident Evil games. <laughs> uh, what else happens before this episode ends? Oh, Usopp. Oh, also Usopp has to like get Otama away from Ulti so she can do her attack. Um, and the Heart Pirates and their submarine find Luffy. Yeah, he wasn't really out of commission too long. I mean, I guess he still is, but you know, he's not like you're not like. Oh, is anyone gonna do anything about him for like <laughs> more than three weeks? Uh, also, Yamato reaches the roof and Kaido. Um, I don't remember. I must have not written it down. When did Kaido go back to the roof? Uh, I guess it's just like still connected to whatever outside he chased. I think that's the case, yeah. Momonosuke and Shinobu, too. Yeah. Uh, roof, just, I guess, just means outside from now on. Uh, 1038, the Heart Pirates ascend with Luffy. I think they're going too fast and then he's going to pop like a balloon, but... But they also have to squeeze all the water out of him because he's like a big, he is a big balloon. It's funny because when he's like drifting down there, he just looks like Luffy. But then when they actually like surface, he is bloated up with water. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, you just looked away when he inflated that one second. Shinobu lands on land with Momo. Uh, he is crying because everyone he loves is dead. Fair. Totally understandable. Yeah, this I think is when Nami does the lightning attack on ulti bao huang notices this and accidentally announces that both ulti and page one have been defeated and they're like oh no straw hats have beaten the toby robo oh shit did i accidentally tell everybody that and then usap very quickly puts together how she works faster than i even would have <laughs> and he like captures her in one of his man-eating plants and it's like, Otama, quick, go make your little speech into the into the Bao Huang shaped microphone. <laughs> quick, go do your podcast. Do your tight five. <laughs> Otama will do her tight five. But we check on various fights, including various gifters coming to the performance floor. She thinks about Luffy and she wants to fight too. It's, uh, we, we know all of these beats, but they're all still very good. I do. I do quite love this scene. Queen is like, who's that fucking kid? I don't know what she's doing. And she like sends a bunch of gifters after her. And this is where she does her big announcement. It's like, hey, 
everybody, this is Otama. Let's all help Luffy beat Kaido. And Queen, like, laughs. And it's, like, right before some flying gifters grab her. And they're like, okay, yeah, great idea. And they all start, like, fighting Queen and the Animal <laughs> Kingdom pirates. And they're like, the fuck is happening? <laughs> I do think it's interesting that she didn't turn any of the ones that she was near when they got the Dango. She did wait until all, like, to the very last second to convert them. It's a smart move. You gotta, uh, all those people at once will, like, completely fuck up the morale. That's true. Also, I mean, if you change 20 of them, people are gonna start realizing what you can do. <laughs> That's also that, yeah. Because she does become a target after this. But Nami keeps her safe. And Usopp falls off the horse, like, twice. And I think, I think it might actually be anime only that that happens, but... Because it doesn't do any add anything to the story whatsoever uh that's basically the bulk of this episode um we go back to the roof where yamato disowns his dad who turns into a dragon uh they want to kick kaido out of wano and then sail with luffy but right now they just have to keep kaido busy one of many really sick looking sequences that we're gonna say damn that looks sick today is this one Oh, this is quite a few actual Yamato fighting Kaido things that look fucking sick. And that's the end of the episode. I think we see it again in the recap at 1039, uh, where more gifters are changing sides. This allows a lot of fights to become one-on-one, such as Jinbei and Who's Who, and uh, Frankie and Sasaki. They now get to actually just fight their Toby Ropo member, because all the other gifters went away. Or got, uh, all the, all the other pirates that were with them got taken out by gifters. Um, let's see, Queen's gonna shoot Otama with a laser <laughs> that he has in his throat. Is Queen the throat goat? <laughs> he, he could. He he could he could guzzle more glizzies than Obama <laughs> or Trump. <laughs> more and more people are saying. Uh but before he can shoot his laser, Sanji just kicks his mouth closed and then it explodes in him. This was set up a little bit earlier, but now you really get the thread of uh Sanji and Queen's whole deal, which is that Queen is a weirdo scientist that used to work with Mads. He says that. He also says calls Sanji son of judge over and over again. And he's like, don't fucking tell me that. This is where Queen goes like super cyborg mode. He gets like a claw hand. His neck gets extended. Guns. Lasers. He has, yeah, he has like a gatling gun in his mouth too. I guess they switch out. Sanji though checks on Zora. He's like, hey Chopper, how's Zora doing? And this is where we see that Chopper has turned into both a baby and a geezer at the same time. <laughs> He's the tiniest man possible. That's what Chopper says. <laughs> yeah. He he became tiny, tiny Chopper. He's so yeah. tiny. The tiniest a guy has ever been. It's, it's unprecedented levels of tiny. <laughs> I think this should redeem Caesar for all of his crimes. <laughs> he gave us the tiniest guy. Yeah. He's been pardoned in my books. And it's it's funny that he just does like a, a very old man like voice. Yeah, he has a very fun voice through this. I think this lasts longer than Luffy was ever nerfed after Gear 3rd back when that used to happen. I think so, yeah. The, honestly, the nerf for Gear 4 should be funnier. Instead of just like, I can't use hockey for 10 minutes, I have to take a nap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it should be funnier. He should like turn into, I don't know, he should be flattened. It should be... uh. It's like, um... Like an empty balloon. The best comparison I can think of, if you had, like, a pair of underwear or socks where the elastic's all worn out, so they're just permanently, like, stretched and wavy, Luffy's, like, all extended out and, like, all flopped around. Also funny. <laughs> Luffy looks like underwear. 
I'm sure if you pitched that to Oda, he would think it's a great idea. <laughs> so this this goes definitely to uh, character print underwear. Bart has straw hat underwear. Yes, no. Yes. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> He's got. Um. I mean, there's only seven days in the week, but he does have one of each straw hat ember. I think. Presumably handmade. I think. <laughs> definitely. Yeah, I think so. I won't think about it too much. <laughs> Miyagi says, hey, this is going to sound really convenient and bullshit, but the minks have a super drug that we can give to Zoro so he'll feel perfectly fine, but later he'll feel twice as bad. I must, it sounds so much like the hormone thing that Ivankov has. It does, yeah. <laughs> it might be the same thing. I don't know how it would be, but it might as well be. And Zoro's awake enough to say, do it. So they do it. He's like, I need to fight right now. It's like, but what if you feel worse? And it's like, it doesn't matter how I feel later if I am useless right now. It's like, I know Sanji is not strong enough <laughs> to beat both of these idiots. <laughs> I have to take on one of them. Preferably the one that's a minority. <laughs> like, maybe the last of his kind. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's see. Horselina picks up Otama and Nami. Usopp's like, what about me? And he does get on, and then he falls off, and then he gets back on later. Uh, Gazelle Man has news on Komachio. I don't know what that news is. We don't get it here anyway. And who's who? We go back to him, and he's th- thinking about, like, oh, this is interesting that there's, like, a rebellion going on here. Um, everybody's changing sides. He starts actually fighting harder against Jinbei. And from these techniques, Jinbei's like, oh, were you in CP9? You're doing, like finger pistols and shit and iron body and whatever shape and he also uses <laughs> yeah. those terms yeah that was that was immediately like huh wait what huh um he does wear a mask and he does have an animal fruit even though it's i guess ancient probably and jinbei's like i do remember an agent being arrested and then escaping from prison he's like that's a weird thing for <laughs> to happen to a cp9 agent he's like yeah it was me <laughs> That's who is who is who. Uh, he's, he was apparently supposed to be as good as Lucci. He was like thought of as highly as him. But something happened 13 years ago when a, he was supposed to predict the devil fruit and he failed. So he got arrested for it and put away. And that fruit was Luffy's. He's going to talk about that a little more in the next episode. Um, but I also, I, I'm going to get ahead of it just to say it is so funny that he's like, I failed to protect a fruit from Shanks, but I'm mad at Luffy because he got it. <laughs> and he has the straw hat. And he's here right now. And I don't want to fight Shanks. <laughs> it's like, bro, your beef's with Shanks. <laughs> but we'll talk about that a little bit more because who's who says some insane fucking things in these episodes. 1040. We see pirates try to target Otama, but she's protected also by Daifugo and... Gazelle man, I was like, there's another one there, I think. Usopp says you can't usually make friends on battlefields, which is weird because he hangs out with Luffy, who can and <laughs> does. Yeah. I, I know he wasn't at Marineford <laughs> or impelled out, but eh, Look, that's the Luffy power. I don't know if love can bloom on the battlefield, but friendship absolutely can. Yes. Yeah. And we have seen it done many times here. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I don't know. Does Hancock count? <laughs> I mean,. Can you blame her? Look at that little guy. No, more people should be falling in love with Luffy every episode. <laughs> uh, so Zeus, we see Zeus want to, uh, is like, hey, Nami, so can I be your servant? Can I be your henchman? And she's like, no, but you can be my partner, I guess. That's a nice <laughs> gesture, a nice scene. 
um, CP0 continues to look at the uh, the number gap thinning, and then we see that their main priority here, at least one of them, they say, is uh, to make sure that who's who dies. <laughs> Which is so funny. <laughs> this fucking guy hasn't really mattered too much throughout this whole arc. Suddenly is like, I'm super important. And everyone's like, yeah, he should fucking die. We need rid of this guy. That's how much he's important. What does he know? And the answer is quite a few things based on his weird rambling. <laughs> yeah. On fucking religion. So who's who is like, yeah, so I hate Shanks, but he gave Luffy a hat and the fruit. So and Luffy's here right now. So uh, I hate him. Also, you work with him. <laughs> so I'm going to fight you. And you're also in front of me, Jinbei. Like everything he says is fucking unhinged. Jinbei's like, well, he's going to return and win. So I don't really know what you're talking about. Uh, this episode is essentially their whole fight. It ends with Jinbei beating him. But uh, they fight for a little bit. I do think it looks good. It's nice to see Jinbei get his first real fight amongst the you know as a straw hat and who's who is like you know when i was in prison i was told to pray to the sun god nika huh (laughs) (laughs) and we see a silhouette of this guy against like a sun or or something funky looking guy and he's like if he was real no one knows the story is that he freed slaves and then he starts to get racist (laughs) he's like you were a sun pirate, and they were all slaves. So do you know something about this, Jinbei? I do like what Jinbei in this interaction is like, fish racism's a little out of date these days. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, Fishman Island was how long ago? I think it's still very much in date. <laughs> what are you talking about? But yeah, so he does a bunch of finger pistols on Jinbei, and he just kind of gets so mad that like his hockey like levels up, and he does Rio <laughs> to like blast who's who across the face. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so you're not allowed to look up anything about Nika, but apparently, <laughs> I I think this might be a translation difference here, because there is a mention of a sun god in Skypea. But I will say that, like, Nika is the first time that any sort of deity has been mentioned that is original to One Piece. That name has been used for Nike, but, like, the lore that Who's Who is talking about is not related to Nike, as far as I know. Hmm... That obviously is has a lot of people being like, huh? <laughs> Wait a minute. It's one thing that like a Buddha showed up, right? Yeah. If there was a Jesus fruit, it'd be funny, but like it'd be, <laughs> it'd be based on a thing that we're familiar with. This is Oda like coming up with something a little bit more. And it's just dropped here. And then the guy who seemingly knows about it gets flattened out. And Jinbei's like, I'm not going to tell you anything. If you dig into history, this is what's going to happen to you. That's crazy. Do you have any thoughts? Do you have any... <laughs> I guess maybe he'll show up in your predictions. Uh, you know, I'm. That's what I'm gonna like. Let sit for a little bit. Okay, and, this is uh, an insane thing to come out of nowhere. Yeah. So <laughs> maybe that's all there is to say. Is that that's an insane thing? Oh, I'm getting. Uh, I, I, I looked at Twitter and there's a uh, Yamato Funko Pops. Oh, cool. With and without mask. I don't know who's who's a funny guy. I think it's so <laughs> funny that he one rambles out about this religion he picked up in prison, and two is so mad at Shanks, but refuses to direct his anger and revenge at Shanks. <laughs> it's so funny to me. Even though it's not presented as a joke at all. I think CP0's got their wish, though. I think Chinbei might have killed the guy. <laughs> Cause of death was too racist. <laughs> That's the other thing. It's, He's racist. <laughs> do, do you think that there will, there will be a clash between minority hunter Zoro and the ultimate racist? <laughs> 
It will. <laughs> are you, I, I think that might be Shiryu. Uh, so <laughs> I don't know that Shiryu's racist, but he is dressed like a Nazi, and <laughs> and he was a he was too evil to be a prison warden. He was, yeah, he was too evil for Impel Down, so he got arrested in Impel Down, <laughs> and I think he got the invisibility fruit. I'm not sure. So that's great. That's a fun episode to just <laughs> the who's who episode. Uh, we go to 1041, though. Kind of a long recap for Wano, but it's like six minutes or something. But uh, Yamano is still fighting Kaido. He refuses to be the Shogun. Um, he's like, I'm fighting for Luffy as Odin. And he starts to turn into something. We start to see what that devil fruit is. We'll see a little bit more of it later. We see Sanji fighting Queen. Zoro's getting this the super drug. He's getting zooted. Frankie is now fighting Sasaki for real. I think this is the... Is this... Maybe not the whole episode that they fight, but uh, he gets into his man beast form, and he uh, later he starts to like use his triceratops collar to spin, like a like he can fly through the sky. And Frankie's like, "Oh shit, dinosaurs can do that!" And Saki's like, "Yes, dinosaurs can just do this." <laughs> he's like, "Damn, dinosaurs are cool." I hope I hope Frankie has a dinosaur arc where he's like really into dinosaurs now. <laughs> he has uh robin help him paint like dinosaurs on his walls <laughs> yeah it's a bunch of like dinosaur action figures absolutely he should i he should be like robin tell me all the history you know about dinosaurs <laughs> again wouldn't read the fanfic but someone should write it <laughs> look all, all the like ideas for fanfics that i think of is I, I just like a singular piece of art i think yeah maybe just someone should make a print of it <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, so but we go back up to the roof though, and Yamato's was like, er, "Well, first Kaido's like, I I told you that you were like a you're like a worthy member of my organization on a strength basis." And Yamato's was like, "That's not how dads talk. <laughs> you probably should be nicer to me." And Kaido's like really mad that Yamato ate this really special mythical dog fruit that he has. By the way, Yamato is a mythical dog. I what I do like that really gets revealed from these episodes is that Kaido is not transphobic. He uses the right yeah. pronouns, calls him son. He is Odinphobic. He's like, can you pick any other guy to kin? <laughs> yeah. His his bio's kin <laughs> Odin kin's DNI. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's at Kuzuki the top of his clan. card. <laughs> uh basically, cause this like it's a specific mythical dog fruit. Uh, it's like it's, a, it's apparently the guardian deity of Wano, and he's really mad that a person claiming to be Odin has it. And I'm like, he's like, basically, he's like, I see what Oda's cooking, and I don't like it. I disagree <laughs> fundamentally. I uh, it's you know, well, it it's a little bit uh more when we get to the uh, Yamato flashbacks, but. It yeah. feels like people are jumping through hoops to to uh <laughs> to just call Yamato she when like <laughs> the characters everyone in the show just says he now and as a kid says she like <laughs> yeah that's the thing is like they give you flashback where it's like oh they're called ogre princess or oni princess and they use those pronouns and then like clearly Kaido's not anymore <laughs> like yeah. that means something. Uh, there's some really good dialogue between them too that I, uh, you can read into as gender metaphor if you want to. I don't know if Oda is that is is good at cooking that or not. It's hard to say, but maybe by accident. How do you feel about the 
Yamato Mythical Dog design. I guess you'd seen a bit of it on a trading card, but like now that you're seeing it yeah. in motion, you like it? How do you feel? Anything point? Anything stick out to you that maybe? Well, immediately is like, oh, is this like that fox that was protecting the swords? Uh. <laughs> well, that one was still alive. I, I was, I'm, I was just wondering if like are those like connected in any way? Like, it, it is, it is interesting though. Um, there's definitely like a narrative thing there of uh, a guardian spirit of of Wano, someone who wants to be Odin and wants to open up the gates and loves Wano, gets that. Mm-hmm. Loves Wano for what it can be, not for what it currently is. Or maybe what it used to be also, but not in a shitty way. Yeah, it's not, doesn't want, Yamato doesn't have a Tradcalf Twitter account saying, yeah, remember, make Wano what they, great again. remember what Kaido took from you, and yeah. it's a picture of, uh... The problem is that Kaido did take things, we should make Wano great again is the problem. <laughs> yeah. uh, as, as unfortunate as all those words that I just said were, I do want to draw attention to one thing. I didn't notice it until, I guess, kind of late kind of recently which i would have been when i saw this episode the first time which is like i don't know not that long ago but did you clock that when yamato turns into this fruit there's like a smoke collar around their neck i did not let me see if i can find a picture of it real quick just to show you (laughs) oh there's yamato fan art on twitter thank you that's not what i need though (laughs) i think it's easy to not notice i'm not gonna say anything other than did you notice it so I didn't notice that around Yamato, but I did notice, I have noticed that with Luffy recently. Yeah, I didn't, it's weird because I clocked it around Luffy also kind of recently, (laughs) but like then we rewatched, we were rewatching Whole Cake and I was like, oh, Gear 4 has always had that. And I've just (laughs) never clocked it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So that's it. I'll let you speculate, I guess. Wanted to know if you caught... Yamato's fruit having it. Interesting. Much to think about. Yeah, ver- various ways you can take it, I guess. Maybe it, you feel, the floor is yours if you want to, or if you want to let it simmer, you can let it simmer. <laughs> oh, now I'm fine. I'm still scrolling mindlessly, and I'm getting to um before Yamato's official like color was released when it was just like the black and white panels of like people coloring stuff in because they were like, oh, maybe they'll have pink hair, or maybe they'll like. <laughs> This will. I love the hair they have. It's like that, like blue and white. Yeah. Um, which also again makes sense when then you see them turn into this ice dog. Because <laughs> this thing is, I wasn't gonna tell you just like Luffy. I was just gonna say, hey, did you notice that? And then <laughs> move on. But you remember that Luffy has that. Where did I leave off? Okay. Uh, so Sasaki's doing the the the, the flying thing around. Frankie thinks dinosaurs are very cool. I do like Sasaki. He like spins the neck thing to like power up a move it's like i'm gonna charge at you i'm gonna rush at you i'm spinning this like a fan but he spins it the wrong way and goes backwards it's it's like when you build a pc you're never sure which way is the correct way for the fans to go no you're not i don't i didn't build my pc and i'm not even sure they did it right (laughs) also frankie gets out this like the tiniest shield in the world to protect himself Saki's like, I meant to back up, so I had more room for the real attack. Uh, and then he does it for real, and Frankie still just stands there and waits with his tiny shield. He takes it and then suplexes it. Yeah. And we'll see a little bit more of their fight later on. So because Frankie is impressed by dinosaurs, do you think the next upgrade to the general Frankie will make it like a, like a 
Super Sentai Megazord type thing. That'd be pretty sick. I mean, it already, yeah, it thinking, like right Voltron. now it's only two pieces. I think it should connect like five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it should it should be full fucking Voltron. Should be that, and then we will get dialogue after the arc from, from like Luffy and Chopper about how pissed they are they didn't get to see it in action. Yeah, of course. The episode ends with Luffy starting to wake up, and he's like, needs meat, of course. They're like, what medicine should we give him? Should we do this? Could we do this? And like, are none of you good at doctoring except for Law? Like, do any of you know what you're doing? <laughs> uh, and Luffy just says meat, so they, they are gonna give him meat. 10.42, we go back, we check on Yamato a little bit. We see Frankie fighting Sasaki. He's not, he has a sword with the robot, but he's like not very good with it, which I think is <laughs> yeah. funny. He's like, <laughs> he just thought it'd be cool. Yeah, he was right, but he's just like, I'm not actually very good with this. And Sasaki has like a weird sword anyway that spins. Everybody has got weird swords. King also has a weird sword. Uh, but he, he like runs away, gets some room for a radical beam, charges it up, and then the but Sasaki like dives him, like dives into him and tackles a general Frankie. But then he just jumps out of it and does like another radical beam out of his own hands on the the soft underbelly of Sasaki and does defeat him. It's maybe not clear <laughs> from this scene, but the next time we see him, he is defeated. Kaido's mad, you know, Odin phobic. Doesn't want to be Shogun. Oh, this is where we start seeing the ice powers. Very cool. Um, let me go back inside to check in on Robin. These next, like, three... Like, this, the rest of this episode and the next two episodes are, like, the Black Maria stuff, mainly. Yeah. Um, it's all pretty good, too. A lot of flashbacks, so we may, might not talk about it very long. But Robin starts to see visions of her mom, and it becomes clear that Black Maria seems to have, like, this illusion power that, you know, she, she's the scarecrow from Batman. See, this was, uh... <laughs> This was fun because immediately was like, oh, this is the wrong person to do this. And if there's anyone who has gone through, worked through, processed their trauma, it is Nico yeah. Robin. <laughs> well, actually, it's also Brooke. That's also true for him. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I've been seeing visions of these guys way before you. <laughs> uh, but we get some, like, newly animated flashback. Um, yeah. A, a I, lot I, of Robin stuff. I could tell it was newly animated because Robin, even as a kid, is lighter than she was in the original yep. flashbacks. <laughs> yeah, that, maybe that's why they had to fucking do it. Uh, also, I, d I didn't notice until this time that Olvia is just Robin's voice actor. Like, she plays her own mom, which oh, makes oh. sense. I just never I clocked I it before. We, I think we pointed it out in those episodes uh, Then I just forgot. <laughs> I believe you that we pointed it out then, but I definitely forgot. Felt like new information today. Because I was thinking about Sia's, like, I, I, I'm pretty sure when we covered this, too, when, uh... Robin was going, are you my mom? We're going, yeah, she looks just like you. Of course she's your mom. Yeah. Why do you even have to ask? Also, um, I was, because I was looking this up and I was like, can, like, because I started looking at this voice actors, uh, Yuriko Yamaguchi, I was looking at their uh, Wikipedia and they do the, the voice of Ritsuko in Evangelion. And I was like, why have I never pieced that together? Oh, crazy. Well, yeah, that's why she's also high up on my letterbox because I've watched all the one all the One Piece movies and yeah. the Evangelion movies. <laughs> You're like, who is that? I don't know. It's like the voice actress for Luffy is my most watched like performer because she's Krillin and Luffy. Oh yeah, <laughs> and and she's an Evangelion as well. Uh, this voice actress is is also Orochimaru. What the oh, fuck? interesting. I don't think I've ever watched subbed Naruto, so I don't even know what those characters sound like. Uh, I don't know that I have either, actually. Um, oh, there's somebody in Dragon Ball Super. I don't know who Vados is. Oh, cool. Okay, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> they're they're an, a neat character. 
Um, also, they've often they've done a lot of Nurse Joy. Oh, interesting. <laughs> up through Diamond and Pearl. So up through 2010, they're like, I'm done. I'm done being Joy. I have to be Robin, who is the opposite of Joy. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, yeah. Robin very quickly is just like, well, Saul wouldn't say that. These are illusions, blah, blah, blah. And like knocks them aside. Um, nice big moment. She's like, you know, I, I've moved past all of this and decided to live. Um, which, of course, is her signature catchphrase. What if she yeah. said that all the time? That'd be crazy. <laughs> uh, then the next episode, 1042, uh, is mainly the Brooke one, where Brooke goes into his illusion flashbacks and uh, has to fight the Rumbar pirates. Yeah. And he's very sad. He's like, I'm very sad. This sucks. And like slices them down. Um, yeah, it's like, this thing is like, I had visions of these people when I was alone on a boat for like 50 years. But when he gets out of it, he t- he mentions some of this to Robin, and they bond over like their <laughs> tragic backstories. They're like, "Oh, we have a lot in common." I'm like, "Yeah, why have you not talked? Why haven't you had like group therapy sessions as a crew?" <laughs> Everyone just goes and does their own thing when they're on the boat. We see more of Black Maria actually fighting them. She has a weird staff with a spinning fire thing in it and a face, and it's revealed that it's like a pug s- smile user in there. <laughs> I don't really want to understand it. And pretty quickly, you don't have to because Brooke's like, oh, if that's alive, I can just freeze its soul, <laughs> which he does. And then also freezes all the fires that he started. Brooke is like, it's weird how like fucked up strong Brooke is, actually. Brooke is pretty strong. It's also just like, I think situationally when ice is like the best thing in the world. Yeah. Also, that's the thing is like, can you do that to anything with a soul? <laughs> Like, anybody? Can you do that to Kaido? Or maybe it's just, like, a hockey thing, I guess, would obviously put a wall up. But that is crazy. It uh, it also had me thinking of, like, h- how much of the devil fruit power is up to, like, interpretation of the user? Because, like, let's say someone who was not a creative... Uh... What an incredibly fun question <laughs> that we're going to talk about. Probably a ton in the future <laughs> like what What if the person who got luffy's fruit wasn't such an imaginative like little guy would they be able to do nearly as fun things because no just, they like, would just be mr see- fantastic <laughs> yeah they can see like luffy like luffy just sees stuff happen he's like huh i'm gonna use that no that that is like canonical text that like the fruit <laughs> would kind of not be very good if luffy was not as like smart and creative <laughs> as he is because same with like the uh like when Kaku got the giraffe fruit, uh, a lot of that stuff is just like, well, the next long. But what if you could apply that length somewhere else and like use it elsewhere? What if? And that's how we can turn like a cube and stuff. Like there is room to have that discussion. I don't know the answer. <laughs> of, I don't. I don't know how much it is up to the user and how uh, flexible these things can be. But Oda, come on the pod, Oda. Yeah, when it's over, Oda should come on and. Um, I, I don't know, that's probably something to cover in SBS at some point. I feel like a lot of things are just getting revealed and opened up in the last uh, however many years we have left. Let's see, so Black Maria tries to call Robin a burden, and Brooke's like, I'll let you kill yourself, I don't need to be here. I'll hold off these other random, weird-looking ladies. Um, and Robin's like, you know, it's like, why, you know, why are you fighting to protect this guy who gave you up? You're always gonna be, because you're wanted, you're always gonna be a burden. She's like, no, you know, Sanji's very kind. It was nice of him to bring me in here to do this fight. And he's also worthy of being one of the arms of the Pirate King. 
Uh, then she makes a giant Robin yeah. to hold back Black Black Maria, <laughs> like we've been seeing in the opening. Yes, we. The other thing she does we haven't been seeing though, which is sick. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that's in the next episode. Uh, right now we're gonna go outside check on. Not even on Yashima. We're gonna see that Momonosuke hears Luffy begging for meat, and the Heart Pirates are out of meat. And Momonosuke comes over and cries about Kiko and Kinemon super dying again. And Luffy's like, "Stop crying." You're the leader of a lot of people, and this is not over until Kaido is beaten. So, like, he doesn't say cry later, but he basically says cry later. <laughs> and he, Momo does start to to chill out a little bit. And I am, again, unfortunately reminded of Caribou's existence, because he just sort of sneaks in and is like, I have a whole buffet in my quicksand tummy. <laughs> and he gives it to Luffy. And that's it. Then you never fucking see him again. <laughs> with, uh, with, like... The heart pirates helping out Luffy. I love being reminded that yeah, there's just like a girl who's part of Law's crew. Yeah, the, the it, token girl. It, it feels because like I can't imagine a kid having a girl in his crew. <laughs> imagine kid, kid killer, and Heat are like scared of women and they have cooties. Yeah, probably. That's <laughs> true. I feel like I feel like kid in the weird backstory that Oda just casually dropped in like SBS involved like some ill-fated romance. Maybe I'm misremembering oh, that. Someone should drop that in there. I should, I can either dig it up or if someone wants to drop it in the discord. Maybe that's how we'll extend episodes. Is just go on like an SBS dive every so often. <laughs> Honestly, that's not a bad idea. Um, we could go through <laughs> cover stories and like chat about that, like to break it up where we just have like a thing we do each. <laughs> yeah. Uh, each episode after we talk about the real thing. Or before, I don't know. But regardless, we do have an ideas and feedback channel on the Discord. <laughs> so <laughs> feel free to chime in if you are invested in this, dear listener. This episode ends with Luffy telling Momonosuke, turn into a dragon and fly me to Kaido. Which he will do. <laughs> I'm very curious about your take on the Momonosuke situation. <laughs> but first we're going to finish the Robin fight. Because uh, Big Robin gets caught. This is 1044 now. She gets caught by Maria's webs. And uh, she gets the iron knuckles out. And I think Oiron knuckles is the funniest pun Oda's ever made. <laughs> it's at least up there. It's really good. All of Maria's stuff suddenly becomes pun. She says like Maria Cade when she makes uh Maria uh, net. Yeah. There was another one that wasn't. Oh, Marie Arson wasn't very good. <laughs> Maybe was better in Japanese, but uh, some of these translate really well. But I don't know. I just re- I was reminded of Oiron knuckles and I lost it again. But Robin does get, like, punched around a bunch as she's tied up, and uh, he's like, oh, look, Brooke's even abandoning you. The skeleton monster is abandoning you, because uh, he's like, I don't know, I can't exactly see where Brooke's coming from for this, but he clearly knows that Robin doesn't need him, but he, like, makes an ice wall, I think, so the other, so, like, he can hold off the other yeah weird snake ladies, and they can't bother Robin. Not that yeah. I think they really were, but... <laughs> No, if start, stuff start tide starts turning uh towards Robin's side, they'll probably hop in. That's uh that's good ad management. He's a he he knows how to raid. Proud of him. Yeah, that's true. Uh, he's been around a long time, so <laughs> imagine Brooke sitting at a computer playing WoW. <laughs> Is Brooke a gamer? I think so. Locked after fourteen thousand posts. He he's, he he like every, he does blaze it. Usopp Usopp and Chopper try to show him like video games, and he's too old to understand. And then they they find like 
the singular game that clicks with him and then it's all he does and he locks himself in his room for like a week and they go brooke that's not good for you it's unhealthy you need to eat he's like you're right i do i'm very hungry oh wait i don't have a stomach yo ho ho skull <laughs> joke <laughs> and we did skip over him saying that uh he he was like it broke his heart even though he didn't have one when he was in the yeah. illusion thing so fucking sick of a line for him what if he had to fight uh laboon yeah do you think that would have broke him if like laboon would have come at him to attack him maybe that would have been fucked up <laughs> that would have been fucked up how, how would laboon fight he's a little guy in the water uh chomp because because brooke hasn't seen him massive <laughs> that's the thing is i'm like saul wasn't very good at fighting either Mem- memory saul even though he's huge and was like a admiral or something. I don't remember. We get some more flashback with Robin, though, because we see that she learned how to do a punch. She learned, like, some fighting from uh, Koala, Saba, one hack back when she was in the time skip. Yeah, this is really fun. I liked yeah. I liked getting this. And uh, I, I like Robin with the long hair. That was very nice. Yeah, no, she looks great on this. Um, it's a, It's a nice look. <laughs> Yeah, she learns, like, sort of, like, movement that's rooted in Fishman Karate, and uh, Sub was like, you gotta find these specific points to, to target. And she does that. She, like, does a, makes a big arm and doesn't attack, although it, she she hits the ceiling, and Maria's like, oh, you missed. But that's what she was trying to do. The, uh, there, there's something that I, we might have already gone over this 12 times. Is Koala's design more egregious than other women or is it just her outfit that makes it seem like she is like (laughs) worse you know it's um, because she shows up in dress rosa she looks better now is (laughs) is is the craziest thing about it she just looks so much more top heavy than anyone else and i don't know if it's because she has the tight dress shirt and the suspenders (laughs) i do think it accentuates it but also it's like, I don't know, what is egregious for fucking One Piece anymore? <laughs> That's true. It, it, it does feel like it in, 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 many, in many scenes. Do I dare Google largest boobs in One Piece? <sighs> Big Mom, probably. <laughs> che- cheating. <laughs> That's true. Big Mom and Black Maria, just because of... <laughs> Never yeah. mind. It's going to be that bullshit again. It's going to be yeah. like, Zunisha's the tallest character. Fuck yeah. you. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Zoro also. <laughs> Zoro actually does have the biggest tits. There is a close up of his tits after he recovers in this. It's very <laughs> yeah, funny. Here for I, I do like the sequence. It's also a visual of like Robin's arm extending to do this attack, and you see like young Robin running on it, which yeah. I think is a, a, a fun visual. Destroying the ceiling puts out these fires, and then Robin like turns into slash summons a giant fucked up demon. Robin, <laughs> yeah, this is Oda being like, man, Devil Man's fucking. Tight. It is. It does feel straight out of <laughs> Devil Man, especially some of the like the way some of the sequences are animated, <laughs> yeah. where like the the face like turns into a dramatic V and like stretches. Yeah. <laughs> it was just they 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 walk after Devil Man Crybaby came up like. God damn, that's fucking awesome. We need to get that in here somehow. Was it was a good adaptation. I have the the hardcovers of Devil Man, but I haven't read through all of them. I need to read through that. I also have the uh, cutie honey collection. Gotta go gotta go go Nagai mode. <laughs> so Robin summons up just like a bunch of different arms too to hold Maria down and just snaps her the fucking half. Yeah, she's it's just insane. Like really stretching her out. It's like the stuff you hear about in the old days of wrestling. Where you'd go to, like, 
learn to be a wrestler and then that day like a week into training is when you found out that it's all like scripted but your training mm-hmm. would just be like a 60 year old man putting you in a submission hold for an hour like four hours and you pass out if you pass out <laughs> he'd wait for you to wake up and just do it again do it again <laughs> and that's I, I, funny I like how in in the flashback to Koala, she's like, I don't like punching people. It feels too mean. And then she does this. Yeah. <laughs> no, just it, it's it's I mean, it, it is a fun irony that she'll like snap people in half and break their necks, but doesn't like punching. I don't want to so strike like, people. That's why she does the slaps and stuff too. Yeah. Which it, it is funny that like I never put it like would have thought. Oh, it's just like she has a reason she doesn't do punches. Like it's just she's thing. clearly violent. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, one thought that I do really like in this is that she's uh, is like, I never thought I would have been trying to get stronger for other people to protect them. That's a, a nice element of this for her, I think. I mean, she thinks about all the people that she's protecting and fighting alongside as she rips this woman's legs off. Seems fucking dead. I don't I, know. Probably not dead, but... I, I, I was hoping with the flashback, because of her like, not wanting to, to punch and stuff, it would end up being, because it's a bug, she'd like, like how you squish a bug. Yeah, we're not, there <laughs> so wasn't enough feet in this section. I was hoping she'd do something like that because it'd be really funny. That also explains the amount of feet she uses. <laughs> she doesn't do kicks. She does. She does stumps. So Brooke finishes off the other women that are here. Carries the tired Robin away. But uh, we go back outside to look at Luffy eating, and we the end of the episode with dramatic reveal that Momonosuke is talking to Shinobu and asking her to age him up with her ripe ripe fruit so he can be a bigger dragon spoiler she does this how do you, how do you, how do you feel about this i would say kind of sudden it felt sudden to most people watching it now once i know i certainly pay more attention to the scenes where he's like god i wish i could be kaido size like 10 episodes ago mm-hmm. but it I, some people are like it's such a weird change like a thing to happen in the middle of this arc for this kid to just be like all right, you're not going to age mentally at all. You're just going to have the body of a 28-year-old. <laughs> I, I do think from that aspect, it is really weird. I, I do think, though, that the amount of shit he's been through in the last, like, I don't know, three months, that'll age a kid. Yeah, absolutely. He's not, like, going to have a normal childhood anyway. It's, uh... Isn't having one anyway, I should say. See, I, I wish I could, I, I could have uh, actually seen the movie to make this reference, but when people talk about come and see, it's like, yeah, that kid looks mm-hmm. like ancient at the end of the movie from all the horrifying shit he's been through. Yeah, what if, Momo should look like that, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Momo's eye should be, like, as deep as Zonisha's. <laughs> he should just look like the, like, withered Wojak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, no, he's gonna age up into a sexy Odin guy. It's going to be really complicated if people want to draw fan art of this guy. Is he a kid? Is he not? The sugar situation, also weird. <laughs> she's like super old and has the body of a child. Yeah, I think she's supposed to be like 26 or something. Uh, yeah, because she's like Monet's younger sister, but not by much. Oh, she actually is. I didn't I didn't remember that at all. <laughs> I, I t- punched in her name because I feel like looking her. Oh, what? She's in the latest. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. fuck, she's Joy Boy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, eight, she's 22, physically 10. No. We all know that uh, Miss Golden Week is Joy Boy. Absolutely. Best the cliffhanger for 1044. Did you, well, so, like, I guess, like, obviously, you're probably watching these episodes in quick succession, so maybe there wasn't, like, a lot of time for you to think, 
is Momo actually going to do that? But I feel like, I don't know, <laughs> my relationship with One Piece, if it's brought up like that, I'm like, oh, he's going to do that. Yeah, when she's like, I don't want to do this, it's like, you're going to do it. I know what's going to happen. You are going to end up doing it. That feels like a little too big of an idea for them to just throw around. Yeah. She, she does stress that it can't be undone. Obviously, that's a thing you have to think about when he does it. And we, we actually, we don't see him. She does, you know, Shinobu does sort of reference that he looks just like his dad. But we only, we only see him as dragon in this section. And he is Kaido size. Um, it'd be very funny if when he turns back into a human, he's also as tall as Kaido. <laughs> <laughs> that would be and really ha- funny. And has giant horns. 10.45, CP0 is getting their continued updates. They're, they're making their own recap podcast, but they hear that Robin beat Maria, and they kind of flinch at Robin's name, and it's like, uh, her, right? And they're not really going after her right now, but... Luffy ate so much that he very big, but then he goes back to normal size because he digests. Um, we check on the ninja fight. I think one of these times we see actual fighting, which I think is anime only. But we do see Raizo and uh, the long-haired guy fight for a little bit. I do like him using his earlobes <laughs> to fight. <laughs> He's got to. They, they fly around and knock. Sure, he can. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you flip him if you got him. Do they hang down low? Do they wobble to and fro? We check in on the killer fight. He is shredding through Hawkins' lives. We check in on the kid fight, fighting with Big Mom and Law. They're doing whatever. But uh, then we go back to killer, and we see him stab Hawkins, and then suddenly Kid is hurt at the same time. Oh, no. How is killer going to fight Hawkins if Kid is one of his extra lives? We'll have to find out later. Hawkins needs to get a new trick. I know. I mean, that's <laughs> there's only so much Hawkins you can do, but it is like... It's the very obvious end game of, like, you're not just shredding through my crew. You're shredding through people you care about. And Killer cares about one person. Sure, you can take down each one of my stand-ins, but for every one you do, you're taking out one of your Twitter mutuals. Oh, no, not my oomphies. (laughs) Uh, What else happens in this episode? We check on Queen and Sanji. Yeah, we're... A lot of these fights just look like they're not even the big fights yet. They're just kind of moments, but they look sick. So Sanji fighting Queen and also King because Zoro hasn't woken up yet. We see that Marco has hit his limit. He, in a minute, does something anyway. <laughs> but he's, quote unquote, as his limit. So-called Phoenix hitting their limit. Uh, Sanji's like, hey, Zoro, get up. I can only handle one of these dinosaurs. Queen tries to go after Marco. Sanji knocks him away. Parasparrow wants to butt in, but Cat Viper's like, no, I'm going to kill you. Uh, well, he knocks him outside. He kills him later. And King is going after Zoro, trying to finish him off before he recovers. I think we skip another recap in here somewhere. Uh, but we go back to... I think it was the. I think we skipped the Toby Robo thing here. Will Zoro wake up in time? Is now the dramatic premise of 1046. The answer is yes. Uh, and Marco, so-called at his limit holds off King's attacks and says a bunch of ominous shit before he passes out. Because he's like, hey, King, aren't you a survivor of some race that's like, used to live up on top of the red line? And then also Queen says something about it later. But then Zora wakes up and Marco's like, all right, I'm done, bye. And uh, uh, we see some a pretty sick sequence of Zoro and Sanji together knocking down King and Queen. We do get a close-up of Zoro's titty. 
Uh, he argues with Sanji. I think it's been a while since they've argued, so maybe it's you know maybe that's fan service, fan service for them to like do have their character traits for an extended <laughs> sequence of time. Does, does Zoro and Sanji do they ever record together? I want to know what the, the, do those actors are they friends in real life? That's a good question. I I bet at like live shows and stuff where they do like appearances and do voices, they probably do some like canned banter back and forth sometimes. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. Are those common in Japan? Like, I don't feel like there's really a con culture. Or they maybe do, I'm they, wrong. They don't do, like, conventions, but they. I, I have seen some, like, here's a big One Piece thing. I do think, yeah, there's a lot of cast members at the One Piece Day event, so maybe. Yeah, I, I remember watching a video once where they had, like, a cosplayer paid, like, person for the event come out, and then the voice actor come out, so it's, like, really funny to see, like, uh, Kazuki Yao, who's an old man walking next to a giant robot guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, they, he should like do the voice and then they lip sync. Yeah, <laughs> they do a little bit of that while they're posing, and it's also really funny to see them like do the voice and then switch to their just like regular talking because almost all of them are like pretty soft spoken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've seen that a lot with just like voice actors in general. Like I've watched like uh some of the Idol Master live performances, and they have like the voice actresses in costume and stuff like singing and doing the dancing and stuff and they'll introduce themselves in like a super happy peppy voice or like sound like the character and then just switch to themselves <laughs> hi everybody <laughs> yeah yeah no they're just innocent men they're just normal men <laughs> happens in this. oh yeah i mean marco says some more shit but uh, oh i do like this line where zoro and sanji are like if they take down king and queen they get a glimpse of uh luffy becoming the, the pirate king which is cool i love that they love luffy obviously um, Hiogoro's like, damn, Zoro looks exactly like a samurai. <laughs> Specifically the daimyo of Ringo and also Ryuma. <laughs> he looks just like these guys. It's crazy. Yeah. And they also fight the same way. <laughs> and Marco's like, remem- Marco, before he disappears from the narrative, remembers a uh, drunk old whitebeard talking about like back. Now he doesn't say back in my day. Uh, but it does like a long, long time ago before Marijua, the top of the red line was the land of gods, seemingly talking again about uh, spoilers, Lunarians. But Queen also mentions is, I think in this, yeah, it is like right after this, Izo shows up and carries Marco around. Nice to see them together again for 10 seconds. <laughs> Sanji, one, mentions that he feels weird since the last time he wore the raid suit. Queen says, well, surely you're a cyborg too, because you can ignite your leg on fire. That's not a thing that humans can do. Unless you're a Lunarian and King's like, bruh, don't fucking talk about me like, like I'm not in the room. Yeah. Just it's, several different things dropped on you. I, you know, that would be, it would be really funny if Sanji was also that. He's got too much backstory already. He, we can't, we can't fit any more backstory into that boy. No. He's packed full of it. I he's, do think it, it, it is funny that they did address like, hey, uh, how could you just set your foot on fire? That's not n- normal. No, it's yeah, it's weird. It's uh, this I mentioned this last time. People speculating like, is is can people just like manifest their will into flames if they think and like feel hard enough? Can it be an extension of hockey? Is that how Red Hawk works? Blah blah blah. Yeah. I don't know or care. I think it's funny that Sanji used to spin until he set himself on fire, and now he doesn't have to spin. <laughs> 
Uh, but yeah, so they're like, you can't just set yourself on fire. Humans can't do that. And Sanji says, no, and then attacks him. <laughs> See, I can do it. So clearly, ratio. L plus ratio. <laughs> uh, Zoro fights King. King has a fucked up sword that like splits into different pieces and can like trap Zoro's sword in it. It doesn't spin like Sasaki's though. And let's see, Hio and Kawamatsu, yeah, talk about Zoro some more. Luffy goes over to Momonosuke, who is now Big Dragon, Big Pink Dragon. Also, the the subtitles when later, when uh, Momonosuke shows up at Onigashima again, like the subtitles point out that pink translates to Momo. Yeah, I was looking that up. I feel like I might have mentioned that also when we were in Punk Hazard. It's just funny to be reminded of he's, he's a pink dragon and... Uh, he wears like the pink yukata. He's a pink little guy. He's uh he's piglet. Something I, I also like about this is um like the first time we see Momonosuke, we see him as a dragon before we get to see him as a little boy. And now we get to see him as a dragon before we get to see him as a big boy. A man physically, not emotionally. Uh but yeah, so that's the end of that episode. We go to ten forty seven. You see Frankie's running out of juice, becoming useless. But uh Beppo shows up to help. Uh, this is a scene that I think I should check if this is anime only. Usopp like falls off the horse, and because they're near Big Mom using Conqueror's hockey, everyone thinks Usopp has it for a while. Very funny scene, but like then the next time we see Usopp just back on the horse, like nothing happened, does make me think maybe that wasn't. So the anime adds how Usopp got separated from Speed, but then the next time we see them, they're together. So maybe. That was a mistake, and Usopp should stay separated. But they do add a lot of things that are not in the manga all the time. And I do really think it's funny that the Usopp conquers hockey sequence. Yeah, it's it's great. He's he's got all these. Uh, it, it just adds on to the Usopp mythos. And at some point, he's gonna do something crazy, actually, and then people aren't gonna believe him. <laughs> so he's not gonna get the credit for it. That's the payoff. That is, yeah, he's going he's gonna to have a... The show's going to end where he has a zero bounty because they just revoke it. They're like, oh, he's lying all the time. He's a liar. <laughs> um, they should also just give him Conqueror's Hockey for real and then nobody believes it. They're just like, oh, well, you're, Luffy's right there. It must be him doing it. <laughs> yeah, he's like, no, guys, it's me. It's me. Uh, he does take credit for defeating Page One and Ulti as well. He's like, I'm a sibling squasher or something. And uh, everybody just surrenders. Uh, Nami talks to Frankie on the phone about Luffy. And Frankie's like, chill out. No news is good news. Um, they're trying to keep people from the performance floor because that's where Zoro and Sanji are fighting. Uh, Brooke runs into some minks, tells Jinbei to get away from the fire. Jinbei's fighting alongside Heat in case you forgot he existed. Uh, Yamato's still fighting on the roof. Jack is beating Dogstorm, but uh, Dogstorm flips him through a wall uh, outside. So now he can go soon long again. <laughs> um, also, I think... They happen to go where Ashura's body is, because he does seem to think about Ashura being dead as shit for real slash Jin, and picks up like a piece of his kimono. Yeah, I figured also part of that was like the the explosion was enough to like open the hole in the roof. Oh, I, th- I do think that is also why they're bringing it up here. His body just uh, turned to dust. If there's a piece of his kimono here, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, he just got uh, obliterated. Cat Viper's also going outside and going too long on Perro Sparrow. Checking the ninjas again. Um, see a little bit more of them fighting and talking, but whatever. Yeah. They're ninjas. They're fighting. It does look nice. I mean, like the, the sequences are well done, but 
basically just repeating the same stuff about Odin every time. We go back outside, the, the, the official introduction of, of Dragon Momo, which is all of the heart pirates being scared that Kaido is here for some reason. Uh, but it's uh, they're like, wait a minute, it's pink. Why is it pink? And Sh- Shinobu crying because he looks like Odin, or did look like Odin. And his silhouette looked like Odin. It, I mean, he was buff and tall, so. <laughs> That's I think true. He'll, you know, I think he'll probably still look distinctly like a Momo. It'd be, I think it'd be weird if he just looked exactly like Odin. At the very least, he'll have different hair. I'm sure. Yeah, he won't have the weird bowl in his hair. 1048, though, which I think is the exact perfect follow-up to this sequence, which is that he's still a scared little kid and can't fly very well, but now he's huge. Yeah, that's immediately what I thought of was when that happens. Like, oh, they're going to get so many good good gags out of him being a big, big man, and he's still acting like an eight-year-old. Hell yeah. Yeah, but right now we just have giant dragon with a, who's an eight-year-old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> immediately, it's like, yeah, he, he's still like, a scared kid. Of course, he's not going to be able to climb up. And <laughs> Luffy uh, is just like, fucking get up there. Come on, dude. Yeah. It's get, not that get, hard. Get Dragons up on the can fly. Back. Yeah, like, immediately know how your fruit works. Go, go. Go back to check on the Yamato fight. And then we get the Yamato flashback. Uh, and I'm just going to, they use she pronouns. I'm just going to keep sticking to he. It, I, I get why they do in the flashback. But one, I think it's funny that he had Conqueror's Hockey as a kid. <laughs> yeah. And then because he's calling himself Odin, Kaido just locks him away for a month. This is like right after Odin dies, I think. Yeah. Because there's other like daimyo that revolted that are in the same cell with Yamato. And they're like, we heard you call yourself Odin. We also think he's cool. <laughs> Do you want to learn about him? Yeah, they, they, they treat, like train Yamato how to fight. Um, also, like Kaido's like, oh, I'll give you a bunch of swords. And only food for one person, and you'll all kill each other. And they're like, they just give the food to Yamato. It's like we're adults; we'll be fine. You're a child, and you and like you have the you were born into an awful family. So, do you think when uh do you think Yamato started ha- wearing the like purple and white rope after seeing Odin? Do you think, or do you think he had it before? Uh we see. I feel like that's supposed because I I know we've seen like some stuff of him at the execution, but I always feel like it's close up, or maybe I'm just like. Because I'm also not looking for it. I don't think about it till after. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to. I'd have to look also like for the picture of like Yamato at the execution because I don't. Because it might be an Odin thing. I think if I'm looking at the right panel of manga, I don't see the ropes. So maybe yeah. it was. I think. I think it is post post Odin. It's. I. I just. I love that the introduction too. Like. Kid Yamato 2 is immediately what what kids do when they th- see something that's super cool. They immediately want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so he's just, he's just pretending to be Odin and <laughs> fighting beast pirates. What do you mean pretending? Oh wait, yeah, he is. He is Odin. I do like all this flashback stuff for Yamato, and then also they pull out the the, the journal that they have, and they're like, "Oh shit, <laughs> we gotta read that." So they all read Odin's journal. I think it psychs them up a little bit for the thing they're about to do at the end of this episode, and they also are teaching Yamato how to read, basically. They're like, these, like, characters, I don't know if they say kanji or, or what, but they're like, this is too hard for me to read. I'm baby. <laughs> um, we, we do get the Odin flashback again, but this time it's, like, accompanied by, like, a really nice minimal art style that's cute. Yeah. It feels like a kid's book a little bit. Yeah. And the daimyo are like, well, we can't wait 20 years for this next generation to be Kaido, so we're just gonna go bust out and do some shit right now. And then presumably Yamato just kind of runs away and hides around for a little bit. We do cut back to the present to watch a little bit of their fight before the end of the episode. 1049, 
still Momonosuke being scared to fly and Luffy rushing him. Yamato fighting uh, Kaido. He draws a little bit of blood from Kaido. And Kaido says some mean things. He's like, look, none of the samurai think of you as an ally. Yamato's like, that has nothing to do with how I feel, though. I'm not doing it because of how they see me. I'm doing it because of how I want to be. I want to be Odin. Yeah, which I like. I, You know, it's I don't know that Oda um, knows how to cook <laughs> with trans characters necessarily, but it does absolutely strike me as at least accidental yeah. or just like broad enough that it works. It, it it feels it feels like I I always feel weird when when people are like they accidentally wrote this kind of character because I don't I don't want to <laughs> give someone credit for something they didn't do on purpose but like th- this feels way more intentional than a lot of things I've seen yeah I also don't want to remove credit because it's like well they did write it yeah also we're talking about an anime adapted from a manga so it's like I'm not reading that is also translated to English yeah there's some liberty is probably in the translation line there but i think it seems that way yeah <laughs> and there's another conversation i think near the end that's basically the, the same thing again where oh yeah kaido's like you have no friends <laughs> <laughs> and uh yamato's like i did once but he dead he died and i miss him also <laughs> uh the other thing is like i every time i've had a friend you had them killed because there's a in the fl- we see a little bit of flashback where someone's sneaking Yamato food and then they're like executed the next day because of it. And Yamato's like, how are you going to say I have no friends if you kill all my friends? <laughs> You're the reason I don't have friends. <laughs> you keep taking them away from me. Uh, anyways, Kaido's kind of beating his ass. We go back to Luffy after the eye catch and it's like, look, this is why you grew up, right? So do it. Momo does kind of like force his way through it. His eyes closed, just starts flying through the air. And of course, he does this by grabbing, like summoning little clouds and grabbing them. Uh, his clouds are orange, <laughs> unlike Kaido's are like purple. Yeah, that's what's floating Onigashima. So they're going up there and Luffy's trying to direct him with his eyes closed. It doesn't really work. And they fly through the performance floor. So several Straw Hats see Luffy, which is great. And they're like, hey, there he is. And uh, they're like, why is there a giant pink dragon? What the fuck? Uh, also fl- flies past the big mom fight and everyone's like why is there a second dragon like i don't most people don't know that momonosuke will, is one anyway yeah <laughs> and and the people that do aren't expecting a giant fucking dragon yeah uh the end of the episode looks so fucking sick because it's like yamato doing a sick move and luffy getting up to the roof and doing a like snake a gear four snake man move at the same time to like synchronize hitting kaido but it's just like they're on their sick animation shit again. Yeah. If only there was more for us to say about it. <laughs> but we got two episodes left to cover. We're hitting that two hour mark. Not too bad. Better time than, than, than last week. <laughs> 1050. A crazy number of episodes that we've watched. <laughs> this anime. It is. They, I think they show you the attack again. Yeah, they do, because it's awesome. Why wouldn't they? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Luffy lands back up on Momonosuke, and they fly over to meet Yamato, who very quickly is like, wait a minute, I've seen a pink dragon before. <laughs> then Kaido turns into a dragon, and is like, hey, Luffy, why aren't you dead? I lived, bitch. And Luffy's like, I can't die because I'm not king of the pirates yet. Uh, and then Kaido's like, hey, who's this new dragon? I'm the dragon here. Who's this one? And Momonosuke gets to... Mirror not being able to say his name when his dad died and is now saying I'm 
Kosuke Momonosuke and I'm the I'm gonna be king of the shoguns. That's a nice big moment, and then we go to the festival to again check in on Otoko, who's like offering up her cotton candy to her dead dad. <laughs> what a sad, touching scene. They're all gonna get crushed soon. Hopefully it's quick. Yeah, they will. Yeah, it'll, it'll be like when the submarine imploded. There's not even a moment for them to <laughs> yeah. to notice that they're dying. To process it, yeah. I don't. I actually, that that probably see Yoni coming. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm actually surprised they haven't yet. But again, I guess that's just like a anime time thing. It's overland, but we just know that Wano is big. Animal Kingdom pirates are like, hey, there's another dragon and Luffy up on the roof now. That's fucked up. A lot of people just seem to be keyed in on these reports now. I'm not sure. I don't think we hear them go through the speakers of, of Bao Huang's deal. We see, like, Straw Hats react to all of this stuff that gets announced. Uh, the moon goes away behind the clouds, and that flips the two big mink fights happening right now with Dogstorm and Cat Viper. Um, and then after the eye catch, Kaido does a big blast breath. Luffy's like, hey, Momo, you do that. And obviously he can't. He doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. So instead, he tells him to bite Kaido. And uh, he does a big punch, knocks Kaido down. Momo does bite onto Kaido after having flashbacks of, like, all of the terrible things in his life. Yeah, <laughs> that are all his, Kaido's fault. Exclusively. 100%. Gives him a, a real, real mean bite digging into him. Like, Yeah, God like, damn. he actually does some damage. He's mad. There's, like, tears in his eyes because of how mad he is. Kaido goes to, like, hit him with a blast breath or something, like, retaliate, and uh, Luffy hits him again and punches him. And uh, he goes, great job, Momo. You just, like, bit one of the four emperors. So, like, surely nothing else in the world can scare you, right? <laughs> but just such a nice moment between them. It's extended a little bit in the beginning of the next episode, 1051. And after that, he's like, all right, Momo, go stop owning Aishima. You can fly now. <laughs> you're like, you're... they fly now, they fly now. <laughs> now. Now that he's not scared of anything, surely he can just fly and stop owning Aishima from flying and uh, falling. And he's like, I'll beat Kaido no matter what. He also very quickly sends off Yamato to help Momonosuke, and it does take him a couple tries to, like, he falls for a little bit before he learns to fly. But back inside for now. Uh, we do see Usopp back on the horse. Maybe that's a mistake. I guess, I think it's the announcement thing that everyone hears. Also, Luffy saying that he's going to beat Kaido no matter what, and, you know, morale skyrocketing. There's no way Luffy dies again, right? Yeah. Uh, Zoro and Sanji are like, that's our captain, and beat the shit out of King and Queen. Kyogoro and Kawamatsu are like, huh, Luffy has the exact same effect on everyone here that Odin has on us. Wow! <laughs> There's three guys in history who everyone just fucking loves. Yeah. And two of them are dead. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's an archetype. Maybe there were more before the other two. It's a shame the other two got to be friends. Luffy doesn't get to be friends with either of them. Uh, so back on the roof, Kaido goes into man-beast form. Kaido's like, what makes you think you're going to beat me this time? And Luffy says, as long as I'm alive, I have infinite chances to beat you. Kind of a sick fucking line. Yeah. And this is when they do their big clash. Their hockey splits the fucking sky open. <laughs> it's so cool. Like Roger and Whitebeard. Or uh, opens the heavens is what the, the phrase that the everyone uses. My favorite thing about this is it's cool. And all that they clash and do that. But I love how it continues to affect the entire environment and the other fights that like now the moon is back. Yeah. <laughs> so dog Dogstorm and Cat Viper get to go Sue Long again and like win their fights really quickly. It's just I don't know. It's it's good. It's such a great uh utilization of space location, whatever you want to call it. I don't know the right words, because we've been recording for two hours. 
but that's great. I, they do win their fights in this episode um, simultaneously. Thank God we never have to. Hopefully, we never have to see Pedro explode again. <laughs> I don't know. And, and we might. We we probably will see it a couple more times. Yeah, it's, just uh, people standing around thinking about it. It reminds me of a uh, a shitty movie that I watched once. I know, crazy. I've watched a couple of those <laughs> called uh, Max Havoc, and I think it's Curse of the Dragon. It's a good title. The the character Max Havoc. It's fucking. <laughs> I want to buy the rights to the Max Havoc IP so bad. Can't be the, that expensive. It's a it, part of the character's backstory is that he was doing like kickboxing and he executed a guy in the ring like his 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 like last strike to win the match killed the guy and it like traumatized him and kept him away from professional fighting and he just you see that flashback like seven times in the movie <laughs> and then uh, a couple weeks later we, a guy. we watched the sequel and we were like oh man what if they show the flashback in this <laughs> it's one of the first things that they did that's so funny it's a good bit so yeah, we'll we'll keep track of any more Pedro explosions. <laughs> um, but in this episode, we see Yamano going to help Momonosuke stop Onigashima. Kaido tries to stop them, uh, but Luffy takes his attention. Uh, Momonosuke has to learn to summon the clouds and grab them on purpose. Uh, Dark Storm and Cat Viper win their fights. It looks cool. It's nice. I'm very happy about it. Fuck Parasparo. <laughs> Unfortunately, um, someone sees Dog Storm's fight end, and it's Orochi who is still alive. How many times will this little man die? <laughs> He's got like seven or eight more heads left, so. Yeah. Uh, and the episode ends with Kaido saying that his island will soon land and destroy the capital. And Luffy says, nuh-uh. <laughs> uh, no, source. Source? L plus sauce? Sauce? <laughs> uh, and that's it. That's where we're stopping this time. Next time we're going to be uh, basically caught up. Crazy. It won't be caught up when the episode comes up, but it'll be caught up when we record it. <laughs> Fucking crazy that we got here. Don't know how this episode clocked in shorter than the last one, but there's a lot look. of fighting and a lot of stuff we've yeah. seen before. <laughs> like we we don't need to see Robin talk about Robin retreading her her trauma uh, when when we've already seen that. <laughs> and uh, also, this last episode ten fifty one looked awesome. <laughs> it's a it lot does. of really cool animation. It like comparing their clash to when Light Whitebeard and uh, Gold Roger clashed. Like fucking awesome. Yeah, when we talk about like not quite twenty episodes, but like pretty close, like seventeen or so, we don't have time to talk about how great everything looks. Yeah, <laughs> pretty soon it'll be the only thing we talk about. We're like, oh, man, this episode looked fucking sick. <laughs> it was just fighting, so we don't have anything to say about it. But it, God, it looked so good. That's going to be uh, our uh, episodes at the end of July. So look forward to that, everybody. How, just how many more budget-destroying attacks can, can Kaido take? Yeah. We'll have to start doing cover story of the week and just start covering cover stories from the beginning. <laughs> up to, uh, we'll be done, what, next spring, probably? How many are there? I don't know. <laughs> While we're wrapping up and swinging into plugs, I do want to plug our Discord. You can find the notes in the, or you can find a link to it in the show notes or in our Twitter bio or twitter is we are watching op but if you go to that discord i do want to just mention again we do have that ideas and feedback channel at the end of july when we're caught up and going weekly our show is probably going to be really weird <laughs> so yeah it's going to take us a while to figure out uh how we're going to do it <laughs> yeah so uh i think we have a pretty good idea for what our schedule of like this is going to come out sunday to patrons and then monday in the public feed that's our i, th I think our current idea 
we'll see how well that fits into our life. Uh, but considering the show comes out Saturday nights, we're not going to be doing it Saturday nights. But anyways, yeah. So as we're sort of figuring out what our weekly episodes look like, we do have a channel specifically for people to, uh, you know, suggest various things and chime in with uh, how they think things are. And now more than ever, we might be in need of that. I think most of the people who, you know, want to be in our Discord and do engage are, but in case maybe you just want to pop in for that, you can. Like, we won't be mad if you leave afterwards. Also, if you don't like Discord, you can get at us on Twitter, which is, we again, we are watching OP. Or if you're a patron you could, and you want it to be private or something, you can always message us there. Thank you again to all of our patrons, as always. We'll say all of your names in a little bit. Our Patreon is patreon.com slash wearewatchingop. Same as the Twitter. You can find the link in all the same places. But uh, for just a dollar a month, you get these early episodes and uh, our monthly bonus episodes. And if you're a new patron, there's a whole backlog of like a couple years of shit that we've been doing every month. Um, and it's all in one podcast feed. You don't have to listen to both if you don't want, if you just want one. Even though you should still download the other one so our metrics look good. Yeah, make our metrics go up. I think that's uh, really about it. We'll, we'll, we'll read the patron names after we do our individual plugs, just, to, just as usual. But, uh, Jory, where could people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at, at NoImJory, and that's where you can find me across multiple websites where if you, if you want to know what I got going on, you can uh, check those. I, I, I'm attempting to have some stuff going on. A little hard when you're looking for work, but, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Sometimes there'll be good content on there. And always, there's my dog. What about you? Oh, uh, well, I mean, I do have Twitter, which is Ghost of Joe. Ghost of J-O. Uh, it's also my Instagram. I'm just like, it's kind of the same deal of it, if I have a public account, that's going to be the, the handle for it. Nothing really going on right now. I made a documentary. If you haven't seen the trailer, you can go find it on my Twitter. But uh, no current new stuff to announce on uh screenings or release for that quite yet probably won't be until like the fall anyway but yeah that's there if, if this is the first time you're hearing about it or you wanted the the third time and now you're like eh, i guess i'll check it out it doesn't matter but goes to jail goes to jail is that or if you don't like twitter you could go to half serious half kidding.com technically also an option uh, but that's that for that. We set our Twitter as we are watching OP, our Patreon as we are watching OP, Discord links in all the places. And now I am going to, from memory, with my eyes closed live on the podcast, read the names of all of our wonderful patrons for the month of July. Thank you to our patrons for the month of July. We got AZ Couple. Adam, Anton, Becca, Brittany, Cappy, Captain Milk, Chad, Connor, Damian, David, Deus, Equus, Eric V, Fig, Forrest, Foony, Gage, Heidi, Jay Harkins, Jacob, James, Joe, Josh, Cat, Ken, King, Salamander, formerly known as The Real Jory, Kyle, Lena, Lucas, Luke, Maddie, Maggie, Mallory, Martha, McFoley, 299, Milo, Morgan, My Buddy, Nick, Peter, Phoenix Ryu, Rashawn, Riley, Rodsters, Ryan, Screed, Snowy Skills, Spandan, Steven, Daniel, The Cat Fangs, Tony, Trey, Van, Vedaki, Verdicree, and Ya Boy. Thank you so much. I did it! And no one can prove otherwise. <laughs> Dory as my witness. Did it live. Uh, as we do every every week. We might actually have to do it live every week when we are doing <laughs> weekly. 
Should we uh should we do a we are watching One Piece um forum? <laughs> Bro, no, we can do a thread on Discord, which works great. <laughs> and everyone loves it. Um what's happening forum? I think that's it for this episode. Can't think of anything else to plug or add in here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for patronizing. Um, we're going to end it as we always end it with Jory's always accurate, correct predictions. And boy, you have a lot of things to fucking spring off at this time. So I'm excited <laughs> to hear what you got. <laughs> what happens next time on One Piece? So there's there's a, a, a hidden hidden power inside Yamato's fruit is that it also has the properties of a mink. So it just requires, Yamato just hasn't like looked at the full moon. Cause that's, that's how it works with like uh, Goku and Saiyans and stuff in Dragon Ball. Is once they look at the full moon, that's when they turn into the giant ape. So um, Ka- Kaido is going to reveal that he can, he can get even bigger. He's instead of like a, his hybrid form. He has like a three fourths form to where he's like huge, like a dragon, but he still can swing and stuff. And it's going to make Yamato uh, turn fucking huge as well. Looking, looking at the moon and he's going to have to like have a big kaiju battle while Luffy is um, being a human, uh, whatever it is in Empire Strikes Back, wrapping his like arms around Kaido's legs to get him to fall down. And it's going to be animated really cool. So that's like what they spend all their budget on. Yeah, and then the rest of the show is just like <laughs> stick figures. Yeah, it's going to look like the last episode of Evangelion. <laughs> yeah, or Gunbuster. Yeah. <laughs> I need to watch Gunbuster soon. I told my girlfriend that's what we're gonna do after we finish Barry. Nice. I was thinking about rewatching that recently because it just takes like a minute. Yeah, and I want to check out the dub. That's it. That's our episode. Uh, thanks again, everybody, for listening. And until next time, <gasps> to be, to be uh, continued. <laughs>